Wilson, you sent the game-winning email at the buzzer, avoiding a 4.55 meeting on everyone's calendar. How did you do it? I got a huge assist from Grammarly, an AI writing partner that helped me make my point. 96% of Grammarly users say that it helps them craft more impactful writing. Would you agree? Grammarly helped adjust my tone to navigate tough work conversations. And it works everywhere I write, so I can quickly communicate effectively. Your teammate used Grammarly to summarize an important document, making a three-pointer. How did he do it? It only took one click. When everyone uses Grammarly, everything just makes sense. You made an incredible slam dunk to end the game. The meeting was canceled, and your team will go home champions. Go to Grammarly.com slash podcast to download it for free. That's Grammarly.com slash podcast. Easier said, done. Everybody in your crew identifies as either Big Mac Burger, McNuggets, or McCrispy Sandwich. But you're the filet fish Sandwich all day. That crispy fish, that savory tartar sauce, that melty cheese, that pillowy bun. Yeah, you get it. Every time. And if you love the filet of fish right now you can catch two of the classics you love for just $6. Limited time only. Price and participation may vary. Cannot be combined with any other offer. Single item at regular price. Ba-da-ba-ba-ba. Hey, guys. Thanks for tuning in to this episode of Astros Baseball. Not only is it a new episode, but it's the last episode of 2022. And, of course, I am joined by... Third Coast Tom. Tom, what's up, buddy? Good evening, Rob. Good evening, ladies and gentlemen. And I hope that everybody had a great 2022. I know I had a great 2022. And let me start off by saying, find yourself a co-host, a friend that will hook you up with an awesome dugout mug for Christmas. This thing is amazing. Astros championship dugout mug. It is awesome. I don't even want to use it because it's so cool looking. Go get you a dugout mug. This thing is sweet. I try to tell people this. You don't realize how cool dugout mugs are until you have one. And that one, I was telling Tom, that one is leak proof. It And it screws on, right? And the, and the cap, I think it like clicks, right? It, it, the eye stays there forever and he's like i'm not gonna use it <laughs> i mean i want to but i don't want to like i, I don't want to ruin <laughs> it but i mean it's so sweet like i i was i was over there checking it out uh really appreciate you rob this is awesome ladies and gentlemen definitely go check out dugout mugs they have a uh, alex bregman wooden one and i was this close to sending it to you but it's a signature <laughs> one and i don't know i don't know but it was 1999 the signature wooden one and you know we'll just have to get us some with our look our podcast logo on it that's that's the next step looking forward to that all right so as some of you know that follow me on social media i went to new orleans for three days and the feedback that i got before going there was pretty much all negative it's dirty it's crowded it's loud here is my one word review on my trip to New Orleans, Tom. Awesome. So I've been, and I too had a great time. I have seen what people say where it's dirty, it's crowded, but I do believe there's something to gain by definitely making your way to Bourbon Street and going and checking out the sights and sounds of New Orleans. Oh, you have to go. 
and we stayed in the the uh, luxurious Fontenot Hotel in the business district. It was it was awesome. I, the if you just go just to eat all day, amazing. We even got some boudine balls in I think Lafayette on the way home. Oh my goodness, Tom. <laughs> the food's amazing. It's just crazy. It's I, I highly recommend it. Anyone that says anything negative about it, don't listen because it is awesome. But you were saying something about having a good year and you know, 2022 is good for me as well. Uh the 28th, we just had our one year anniversary. That's why we went to New Orleans. But you knew who else had a great year? The Astros. Your Houston Astros, folks, were the 2022. World Series champion. They were in their fourth World Series out of the last six years. Six straight ALCSs. It doesn't get any better than this. Yeah, it definitely started off with some doubt, with some question. There were unknowns with what Justin Verlander would do, what Jeremy Pena would do. And all they did was shine. And the team found their stride, had a remarkable season, had a remarkable playoff run. And uh, it's a great time to be an Astros fan. So 2023 prediction, Tom. I saw a story by Brian McTaggart. He predicts that the Houston Astros will repeat. Can you make that sort of bold prediction? For myself, I, I don't remember the last time someone has won two in a row. We could have won two in a row. We could have won, I don't know, three in a row. I don't know. But this could be... It's very possible. I think other teams are making themselves better. The Mets have built this super team that I think is going to fail, and I hope is going to fail. I think we can do it. Would I go to Vegas and bet my life savings on it? No. But I would say I believe in Vegas. I agree with Vegas that we have the best chance. I, I also agree that they, they have the great chance to do something that hasn't been done in a very long time. It's really going to come down to probably health, I think. I think that on paper, they measure up with any team out there, whether it be the Mets that you spoke of, the Braves, the Phillies, that are also going to be very, very competitive. The Dodgers are always going to be there. Obviously, the Yankees are going to be there because it's not baseball without them, right? We we have to find a way to have the Yankees as part of baseball. So it's going to be interesting to see just how good this Astro team gels and how they come together Obviously, there's going to be a couple of new faces on in the clubhouse, so who knows? But I I, I read something else that said that uh, MLB.com pre- predicts uh, Christian Javier will be the Cy Young. Well, that is actually question number two for you. <laughs> Which Astro? And this will this will tell whether or not you agree with this sports writer because I saw that as well. What Astro do you th- believe? has the best chance of winning the Cy Young in 2023. For me, I think it's Fromber. Fromber for me is a guy that can go deep into ball games. CJ may become that guy, but it's still really early to tell right now. Six innings with his pitch mix is about as much as you're going to get from him. He throws a lot of pitches. He runs all, he runs the counts up a little bit where Framber can get through batters earlier and often with ground ball and, you know, soft contact. So 
for me, I think when you when you look at the body work that Fromber is going to be able to do coming off of an amazing season that he had where he was third in Cy Young, give me Fromber. But I, I have no argument with CJ winning. That would be amazing. I think Brian McTaggart predicted CJ to win the ERA title. And I can definitely go with that. So he's going to have a low ERA if he can beat Hunter Brown. <laughs> See what Hunter Brown does. But I I really think CJ will have the lowest ERA on the team. He will have the most strikeouts per nine innings. But he won't pitch enough innings. He won't go deep enough in games for people to say, hey, this guy should be the Cy Young winner. Because he might not pick up wins in certain situations because he won't last long enough. He might strike out 12 guys in the last five innings. But I do think, but I'm going with Framber as well. I, I think Framber can pit, you know, he got all those, he, well, he finished in the top three last year. He gets all those uh, quality starts. He's definitely the ace of the team. So I say Framber. So while I think he will get the wins, I think it's going to be a splitting hairs type thing. I imagine that both of these guys are going to have phenomenal seasons. They're going to have an amazing defense behind them, and they're going to have an offense that's probably going to be more potent than it was the year prior. So when you talk about uh, CJ not getting the wins, I think that's probably why he didn't get more Cy Young uh, look this past season because he just didn't have the wins. He lost games or got a lot of no decisions because he wasn't going deep into games and they weren't scoring as many runs. I saw something that uh, talked about the shift and that the Astros had lost more hits to the shift than any other team. So if you're going to start giving these guys now all of their lefties ability to hit through that hole on, on, on that side of the field, they're going to score more runs. They're going to have more guys on base and it's going to be a whole lot easier to win ball games. I also read that the shift will affect Framber Valdez because he's a ground ball guy. And I think, they, I, I didn't know this because I just, you know, didn't really think about Lance McCullers Jr. being a ground ball guy, but they, I believe they said it would affect him too. And that may be why they're leaning towards Javier being the Cy Young guy. Obviously, I, I mean, for me, obviously, I think that him having the, the swing and miss stuff helps, right? He's going to have less contact, therefore better chances to keep runs, you know, off the board. But these guys were so good, you know, hitting it, you know, whether it be to right at guys at second base or whatever. And, and Lance, same thing, keeping the ball in the infield all the time. So it's really going to be interesting to see. I think they're all going to be right there at the top. And I also saw a prediction for 93 wins for the Astros. And I think that's a little on the light side. I predicted 96 last year, and I was wrong. And we will get to that, not in this show, but we'll do some sort of prediction show, you know, once we get into spring training and try to pick the wins and things like that. Maybe the who's going to make the roster and stuff. But now I want to talk about which Astro do you think has the best chance to win Rookie of the Year in 2023? It has to be Hunter Brown. I think he's going to have just – Every opportunity to pitch, he's he's already shown that he's very, very talented. And I can't see anybody else being that dominant that early or even have the opportunity to. 
maybe a catcher, right? Maybe Yiner, maybe Corey Lee, something like that. The rest of the roster is pretty set. And I don't see any room for any young guy to come in there and do anything. Yeah, for the one of the catchers to get it, whichever one ends up being on the roster, we would have to have some sort of injury to Maldonado for one of them to get it. Someone said uh, Justin Dearden. He was the he was the what what did he call it the dark horse, but I'm 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 100 on Hunter Brown, based on the exact words you said the opportunity, he's 100 gonna get the opportunity to play to start and be in that rotation so he has the best chance, and even if he doesn't make the rotation, say he comes out of the pen, he's gonna have elite strikeout stuff coming out of that pen for one, two innings or whatever, his numbers are going to be really impressive. Yeah. And it's just rookie. All right. Number four, the Astro with the best chance to win MVP. For me, I think it's Jordan Alvarez. I feel like Jordan Alvarez is only going to get better and better and better. And if for some reason, the home run totals aren't so lopsided one way or the other, Obviously, Shohei Otani is going to be a problem anytime he's in the conversation because he does more than the next guy. But minus Shohei, he's going to be right there with Aaron Judge, with Mike Trout, with some of the big boppers in all of baseball to be able to put together the type of numbers to win Most Valuable Player. I think that big home run that he had in the World Series got his name out there a little bit more in mainstream no shift. His batting average is going to be in the 300s, more than likely. I agree with you, buddy. Jordan Alvarez. All right, let's look at the teams in the West, right? They are improving. The uh, Rangers signed. Okay, now they've got <laughs> pitchers with names. I'll give them that. DeGrom. They got Heaney recently. They just got Evaldi. But they have Oder Rizzi on this list. And he didn't really do anything for us. That doesn't mean he's not going to do anything for them. He has trouble staying healthy. They still have Martin Perez and Gray. Which American League West team gets second place in the West? <laughs> <laughs> That's confident. We just said they're going to. Uh, yeah. They have a chance to repeat in the World Series. So we did. We did. But gonna, I mean, they're going to win the West, right? We didn't say how they get there. Yeah. And the one team, if I have to circle a team out of all the list of teams where I'm like, they could be a problem, is the Seattle Mariners. They're incredibly young. They have a great young stud, Julio Rodriguez, center field. The rotations uh, solidify with Luis Castillo. They've got a bunch of scrappy guys around them. I know that's kind of not fair to call them all scrappy, but that, I feel like that's how they are. And it's just going to be a team that I think is only going to keep gaining momentum you know, the, the, the more mature they get, because they're, they're a fairly young team. The Rangers, I think will be pesky. I think that these pitchers are going to keep these games competitive where before it's, it's, you know, an eight to eight to three game, eight to two game, whatever. Now it might be six, five, six, four, something like that. They'll be more competitive across the board because Odorizzi is like their sixth best pitcher. Like a lot of people made mention of Odorizzi and I, I understand it. You know, obviously we were biased because, you know, he showed up, he wasn't great, but we wanted him to be a little bit better than, you know, we, we brought him in to be like the number three guy. 
I really don't think he's going to be asked to do that in Texas or in Arlington. I think you're going to, you're going to see that it'll be the guys you mentioned and then him. So, I mean, the angels, they should be good every year. They should be good. Every writer wants to make them good. They have arguably the the best two players in baseball. And yet I don't necessarily see them as a team that could turn around and do something with the Astros. Every year, it, it's it's like, okay, let's see how they start. And some years they start out really hot. Sometimes they start really slow. But in the end, they lose steam. Trout gets hurt or or something of that. And then we're talking about how are the Angels not in the playoffs. But, I mean, they they keep expanding the playoffs. Maybe they'll get them there. We keep seeing every season sports writers, even like last year, I think most of the sports writers pick Seattle or the Angels to win the division. They overlooked the Astros, and we were like, "What are they? Are they nuts?" Because we didn't, we didn't feel like we weren't going to win it. I was very confident we were going to win it. But thinking about this, right? We're we're talking about the Texas rotation, the Rangers rotation. Do you remember the infamous warning to the West <laughs> when they had those big? They had. Some big name, good pitchers, and none of them could stay healthy, and they just flopped, and that thing came back to haunt them. Could that happen with the Mets? Oh, absolutely. I mean, those guys are all guys that have flashed, you know, dominance and then flashed being a little human. So Martin Perez, for whatever reason, seems to have the Astros number. It's the guys behind him that, that struggle. Heaney, eh, I, th- I think he's pitched a couple of good games against the Strohs as well. It just it just really depends. It just really depends on what their offense is able to do, what their bullpen's able to do. The Astros have already, always been pretty good at being able to get into their bullpen and do work there. And then you talk about the Astros lineup. They're just going to be so dangerous. It's going to be so tough. I don't think every night all those guys are going to hit but I think you're going to have a different guy every night doing something really, really amazing. And then you're like, wow, Altuve's not doing very well or Bregman's not doing very well, but Pena went four for five with, you know, a homer and a double or Abreu went four for five with two homers or Jordan went bananas. So they're just so deep and so talented. Good pitching beats good hitting. That's, that's been the, the anecdote forever. So the Rangers, I will say they did the right thing by going out and getting as many arms as they could because you need it. The, what is the Achilles heel for the Angels? They lack the pitching. So they're trying to get there. I just don't know if it'll happen. Someone had asked me one time, I don't know if it was on a radio show or something, but they asked me about Otani. And if if you were the Angels and you had to either make him a full-time pitcher or a full-time you know, outfielder, DH, whatever he's going to do. I said, I would make him a pitcher because that's why they can't win anything because they never have pitching. And I thought the same thing as you. It's like the Rangers are like, you know what? The Astros have the, you know, six or seven deep starting pitchers and they're amazing. And they just get timely home runs because they got two great players that they spent tons of money on. But that's the formula. You got to have good pitching. And I think Texas realized it. Can, is it going to be good enough? I don't know. I mean, they're piecing together some old vet, scrappy veterans, and we'll see what happens. But I agree with you if I haven't said my answer yet. Seattle Mariners. 
will finish second, and they will give the Astros fits. I'm telling you, they will fight us to the end. And maybe that's why our run, our not a run total, but our win total may not be 108 this year because I don't know if we're going to dominate the West like we did last year, and we won't play them as much as we did last year. But I say Seattle. Next question. Will Aaron Judge lead Major League Baseball in home runs? It all depends on if he gets Goldilocks balls again. <laughs> no, I don't think it'll depend on that. I think that he will still be very, very good. I think really what it'll amount to is if pitchers are going to pitch to him. Uh, one thing I didn't understand last season was there were there were moments in time where that offense was very, very bad, and they were still pitching Aaron Judge, and it just didn't make any sense to me. I understand nobody wants to give anyone the Barry Bonds treatment, just put him on. But that was the one guy in their lineup. It was like, you know what? Just don't even bother with it. And, and to his credit, you know, he's found some holes in his, in his swing and, and now he's more patient and he's not, he's not swinging it at as, as many bad pitches still strikes out a lot, but not nearly as much as he used to. So now after coming off a season where he hit 60 some odd home runs, are you really going to pitch to him again when you probably don't have to, when you look at that lineup? I know people in New York think highly of the, the Yankees lineup. Me personally, I think it got worse. So it did. We'll, we'll, we'll see what, we'll see what happens, but who's going to protect him. Yeah. Stanton will be there. And I think, you know, you, you live and die with whatever Stanton does, but Stanton has a hard time staying healthy. Uh, DJ LeMay, who has a hard time staying healthy, when they struggled, these guys were hurt. So is he going to see that that much? I don't know. I do think that if Jordan doesn't get hurt, he's probably really, really close. You know, as long as his hands and his knees are good, I think Jordan's going to have a lot to say about who wins or who's the home run king. I do not think Aaron Judge will lead the league in home runs. Again, I think that's hard to do. I don't think very many people besides Barry Vaughn's does it. And like we, I mean, I don't know if I said that right, but no one, you know, people like Barry Bonds does that kind of thing because he was so awesome. And Aaron Judge, is it real? Is he really a guy that can hit 60 home runs? Who knows? If them Goldilocks balls are gone, if they bring them back, what's going to happen with that? I don't know, but I just think something like that to beat every guy in Major League Baseball at one category two years in a row, I think it's just going to be hard. All right, so we got some news here, buddy. Our former superstar, you know, like a hero, World Series hero, Marwin Gonzalez, finds a one-year, $1.5 million contract to play in Japan. I think that's a sign of the times. Marwin has had a nice, long, healthy career, but I think he's on the backside of it. And Japan is always looking for major league talent to play in their league, to kind of build their brand. So you're going to see a lot of guys on the backside of their careers go over there. And good for Marwin, you know. That's that's another paycheck. Keep playing baseball. Oh, yeah. The Dodgers signed former Astro, J.D. Martinez. Got them a – I don't know. He's, is he's, he's not as good as he was, is he? So I think he had injury issues as well while he was in Boston. Obviously, he definitely put up numbers – while he was active. So 
JD can still produce runs. I think he, he can still be a part of somebody's lineup, the middle of the order and be a problem, you know, a patient hitter as well. So I, I, again, I was really surprised at how much he didn't get the fact that Michael Brantley got more than JD Martinez for me says a lot. Yeah. All right. So now we are going to talk about our sponsor and I'll tell you this, Tom, I finally did this because when we first got our Manscaped products, I just, they were already you know, like charged up. So I used mine charged up and I just barely like put out the charging thing. And it's a nice little charger and it's got this cool light that like goes up and down. Like it's just really cool. The bag is really cool. But anyways, folks, we are sponsored by Manscaped, and Tom is here to tell you about it. Ladies and gentlemen, it is it is the end of the year. 2022 has, has come to an end. And if you're looking to start 2023 on the right track with all your grooming needs, definitely get on over to manscaped.com. They've got a bunch of different options. They've got a sale right now uh, that you should definitely take advantage of. And if you use our promo code Astros Baseball, you can get an additional twenty percent free shipping. Uh, I'm telling you, these are the right tools for the job. And as they're as they're uh, uh, they're saying their slogan, uh, "Your balls will thank you." I'm telling you, when you when you go in and you use the stuff, you're gonna you're just gonna appreciate the freedom. You appreciate you know how clean, <laughs> groomed, everything. You're just gonna appreciate it. That's, that's all I'm saying. Definitely get on over there, whether it's the the, the lawnmower 4.0 or the weed whacker. Get some of these tools. Improve your grooming habits. Manscaped.com. Just imagine, guys, what you like in your woman. They probably like the same thing in you. Just think <laughs> about that. I'm not going to say too much more. But anyway, Manscaped Astros <clears throat> Baseball is the code. 20% off. Whatever sale they have, just still put the code in there and you'll get even more off. A nice bag, a couple of you know spray bottles that uh, keep you clean and uh, fresh down there. The nose trimmer does it. That that thing, that <laughs> thing works wonders. It's pretty good. And All listen, right. they they have a, a thirty day money back guarantee. If forever for any reason you're not satisfied, I'm here to tell you there's no reason to send this stuff back. It's really good. The stuff he was referring to, the crop preserver. It's an anti chafe thing. You know, for for people that you know need a little something, uh, the crop reviver—it's kind of a toner, kind of a, a lotion type thing. All great products. Definitely get on over to Manscaped.com. All right, now let's get to. Oh, I got something here. All right, we're gonna stick with the Astros. I thought we were already to the uh, other stuff, <laughs> but all right. So there's some free agents left, and no one is saying that these are targets for the Astros. This is just me saying. These are positions that have been said that we possibly could need to add to our roster. Catcher, the best catcher out there, free agent-wise, according to this list, Gary Sanchez. Would you <laughs> like him or our new guy, or our young kids? So here's here's my, my spiel on Gary Sanchez. I feel like... Gary Sanchez strikes out entirely too much to be a part of an Astros baseball team. Now I, I know what you're going to say. Maldi does too, but where Maldi is an elite 
uh, catcher, receiver of the baseball, handler of the pitching staff, Gary struggles with that. He had a pass ball issue with the Yankees that was unprecedented. It happened all the time. So for me, if you're not going to hit, you have to be elite defensively. For me, I feel like they already have an elite defensive catcher. So you're going to want an offensive guy. If you're striking out a ton, probably probably not going to fit with this roster. Their, their MO is not to strike out a ton, see a lot of pitches, work counts. So I would rather pass on Gary Sanchez personally. I would pass as well because I would rather see. We already have, the, we already have our catcher. So there's no reason to get some guy that can barely catch that strikes out a lot that may give you some offense because we need these kids to get reps. We need these kids to get experience because someone eventually is going to have to take over from Maldonado. So I, I will say pass as well on Gary Sanchez center field, Adam Engel. I can't see Adam Engel as being a huge upgrade over Chaz or Jake Myers, for that matter. Not that I think that Jake Myers will get the spot. I'm just talking about in terms of who Adam Engel is. It doesn't make any sense to spend any money there if you don't have to. The Astros have been so good at being really judicious with their money, not just signing guys for the sake of signing guys. And if that if Adam Engel isn't going to provide you an, an elite upgrade, then you're better off just running with Chaz and saving your money. Yeah, I agree. Let's keep Chaz over that dude. Uh, starting pitcher Michael Waka was used to be really good with the Cardinals, not not as good as he used to be. You want this guy? You know, I wouldn't mind Michael Waka as a sixth guy if somebody got hurt in spring training. I just can't see them signing a guy now, knowing that okay, I'm gonna have to take another guy out of the bullpen to do it. Do I want Michael Waka or Seth Martinez? I'd rather have the magic man. Hell yeah. You know, you know what I mean? <laughs> yeah, I, I, cuss. I, I love the magic man. <laughs> I'm just saying like, if that's the choices I got to make, because don't get me wrong. He's probably just fine serviceable uh, arm, but who's coming off the roster for him to go into it? Because as it stands right now, I feel like it's pretty loaded. All right. Next up, Andrew Chafin relief pitcher. <sighs> I know we, we need a lefty. I know that's something that a lot of people have talked about. I don't know if he's the guy, though. 283 ERA, 10.5 strikeouts per nine innings, 205 batting average against. If you need a lefty, that's a pretty decent guy just sitting there, but I think we're good. We we got our boy back, uh, Montero. We, we already proved we don't need a lefty, so we're fine. All right, now we're getting to the part where I thought we were already at. <laughs> And we already got our warning, so it works out pretty good. So Tij sent in two from Twitter, and that's the only two we have. The rest are mine. He said, fair or foul, New Year's resolutions. For me, it's foul. Me too. I understand, I understand why you do it, but I think if you needed to wait till New Year's to do it, you're probably going to have a hard time committing to it. So if, if it's not something you can't do, July 1st that you need to do December 31st probably going to struggle with it. That's the only thing I like about new year's is that it's like, okay, I'll stop eating all this on January 1st. It's almost January 1st. I'll start then. And it's just an excuse. It's just something you'll keep. Okay. Okay. In the January. Okay. March, you know, you just keep, 
I guess it's something that's kind of fun to do, I guess, but they don't ever work. And it's just, if you can use it to motivate you, I mean, I guess I'm okay with it. I'm going to say fair. I'm so a, I, I, I changed my answer. I think it's, I don't do it, but overall for people, if you want to make them it's, it, and you enjoy it, it's fair. I think it's valid just because I would rather December 15th, November 27th, whatever the date may be. If I want to make saying a you don't need it to be New Year's to make exactly. a resolution, make exactly. a change now. Exactly. If you're I, waiting, if you're waiting till December 31st to go, I'm going to start whatever that's foul for me. Oh yeah. All right. He also had this, would you rather be a King in the 1800s or an average person today? I will take an average person today because that time is scary. Have you ever seen uh, <laughs> the crown? What is it called? I don't know. <laughs> Come on, dude. The one on HBO that I can never think of. I I guess the crown. I don't I don't know. I no, don't the swords. Uh, oh, Game of Thrones. Game of Thrones. Yes. But, that, but that's not that was. That what is that? I, I don't want to live back then. Eighteen yeah. hundreds. Yeah. That's not. That's too far back, isn't it? No, it's, I'm good. I'm good being average right now. I'm fine. Yeah. Yeah. Same here. I think that with all the, the modern medicine stuff like that, kings were getting you know diseases and cut down and all kinds of stuff like. Doesn't matter if I'm at the top of the heap, if the heap isn't that great. All right. Here's some that I got. I made these up. Would you rather, these are all would you rather. Would you rather sign? Because I, I saw the, that these two guys are coming up. They both have two years left. And somebody wrote a little story about them. If they should extend their contracts. Everybody wants to extend everybody. Would you rather extend Bregman or Altuve? If you could only extend one. Ugh. Why? Why? I'm going to go not... with Bregman, as hard as that is to say. For me, I got to do it Altuve. <laughs> I got to do Altuve. And and it would pain me greatly to not do both. It would pain me greatly. But when you talk about the face of the franchise right now, you close your eyes. Astros, who do you I think I understand of? that. But who who would be harder to replace? I think it would be Altuve. Okay. Just because just because third base is a little bit easier to deal with. And I know he's not a great second baseman, but for all the intangibles he brings, I'd rather him retire an Astro and be on that Mount Rushmore. And he's probably going to hit all the way up until the end. Where I think the Astros, if they had to choose, they would do Altuve as well. I don't think he's going anywhere ever. I think they'll work together to do whatever it takes to keep Altuve in Houston. All right, number, uh, there's no numbers. I don't know why I'm saying numbers. All right, the next one, would you rather extend, and you can only do one or the other, Framber Valdez or CJ? Give me Framber because he's a lefty. And 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 I this takes nothing away from CJ. No. They are both phenomenal. But give me Framber because he's a lefty because I think I feel that's the harder to replace. I say Framber as well. Uh, would you rather bring back to the team one of these two former Astros, Zach Greinke or Wade Miley? Oof. I'll take Zach Greinke just for the uh, entertainment value. Zach Greinke, <laughs> look, I don't know how he did last year because I don't keep up with other teams. <laughs> But when when he came out of the bullpen after that injury, he was decent. I were, I'd rather take Zach Greinke, just entertainment value alone. I understand that. 
but I think Wade Miley's probably the better pitcher at this point in time. I think I think Zach's older. So give me give me the younger guy. Give me give me Wade Miley, even though I understand the 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 added value that Grinky brings. All right. Think about all the recent, I guess, players that are still currently active. Which former Astro would you want to bring back and add to this roster? George Springer. Dude, we are on the same page on almost everything tonight. I mean, was that too easy? It kind of was. That's that's like, like the one hole in, in the whole lineup right there. You're not gonna find you're not gonna bring back a catcher. The the one guy you'd bring you back in, Springer over Justin Verlander? Yes. Oh because because you look at the roster, you look at you look at the pitching that we have. Garrett Cole? Yeah, absolutely. I'd bring back Verlander before Cole. Cole Cole just disintegrated. You know, like sticky like, stuff. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So, for me, it's George Springer. You love his enthusiasm. You bat him at the top. Oh he's yeah. He's just he's just an excellent defender. A flair for the dramatic. Has that clutch home run. I mean, George Springer, easy. You could not ask me an easier question. George Springer, one thousand percent. All right, we are at about three minutes left, Tom. So we're gonna go fast on these, but not too fast. This is some that I got off that website that I got last time. Just some fun ones for the end of the year. Just to enjoy, folks. And you can watch it tomorrow on New Year's and have a drink if you want. Would you rather have an all-expense-paid dream vacation that lasted an entire month every year or have your dream job? Dream job. And I'll tell you why, because an old, an old head, when I was in the military, told me a line that I will live by forever. He's like, if you make your vocation like a vacation, you'll never work a day in your life. So I've, I've, I've been stuck on that and dream job. I'll say dream job as well. My dream job would be somehow working in baseball. I would love to be some sort of announcer, like either like what Bob Ford does or the guys on TV or the guys on the radio or just a beat writer like Brian McTaggart, just having something to do, covering the team, working with the team rather than having a vacation every month. I'll take the dream job too. All right. Would you rather never drink water again or only be able to drink water. Only be able to drink water. I don't drink sodas. So for me, no I, beer, no energy drinks. That would suck. That would suck. But you can't drink water, then you're probably going to, you know, have issues, bodily issues, health issues. Mm. As tough as it is, I agree with you. I, I'd rather just, I, I'd rather drink water all the time than have to go without it. I'm not even a huge water guy, but I drink a lot of water. And it does not make sense, but <laughs> I mean, there's some people's like, oh, I gotta have my water, gotta have my water. But the job that I have is you 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 sweat a lot and I, I drink a lot of water at work. I don't really drink water at home. All right. Would you rather give up one which one of these would you rather give up for one month? The internet or bathing? Ugh. We would have to shut the podcast down for a month because I'm not going without taking a bath. 
<laughs> that, that's tough. I, I guess I uh, hy hygienically, I got to say bath, right? But oh yeah, if I could get away with it, I'd give up the bath so I can have the internet. I, I, I could give up the internet for a month. I couldn't give up taking a bath for a month. I, don't, I wouldn't even want to do that for a week. I know. Mm, all right. I, I wonder if, if that includes you can go swimming. I don't know how smelly you would be if you just swam every day. I don't know. I guess that would still be a bath. All right, we got to hurry. Would you rather have free Wi-Fi the rest of your... Mike Rowe here with a radical idea. If you want to see more companies make more things in this country... Buy more things from more companies who make things in this country. I refer in this case to the incredible t-shirts, sweatshirts, blue jeans, and more made by my friends at American Giant. Everything American Giant makes is made in the United States. And right now, you can take 20% off your first order at American-Giant.com slash Mike. That's American-Giant.com slash Mike. Everybody in your crew identifies as either Big Mac Burger, McNuggets, or McCrispy Sandwich. But you're the filet fish sandwich all day. That crispy fish, that savory tartar sauce, that melty cheese, that pillowy bun. Yeah, you get it. Every time. And if you love the filet fish right now you can catch two of the classics you love for just $6. Limited time only. Price and participation may vary. Cannot be combined with any other offer. Single item at regular price. Ba-da-ba-ba-ba.